out of the lights with it, y'all. We back. We back. My boy Marcus over there. We had a little bit of a distance, but that's okay. Dude, out of the lights was definitely out of the spotlight for a minute. It was out of the spotlight for a minute, bro. You yes, know? we were. Things called lives and honestly just like super busy to even get together and now my boy's finally on some wi-fi what dude 2020 <laughs> i love this 2020 and we finally got my boy wi-fi he on them 30 megabytes per second what Woo! no nah, i'm just kidding i don't even know how many you want right now I, but, I don't either i don't either but it sound but it sound good though and all guess that's part of this is free yep. and it's free yes it is have I mentioned that, y'all? It's free. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's that good good. You know, that free good. That's what we like. It's been a minute, bro. Like, it's a little over a month. Yeah. And I feel like the world's completely different. Oh, it is. So like, the last episode, like, it was already kind of turning different. We were talking a lot about Ahmaud Arbery. It was right when that just happened. And now, though, like... <laughs> Like man, like do you want to get into it right away? You want to just go, you want to just dive nose first? Like, mm. I mean, like, the way we can summarize it somewhat. Yeah, I feel like because I feel like there's so much going on, but yet and there's so much like commentary about what's going on. That's kind of like, are we just about to be like another one on the lit? You know. I don't think so, but I think uh, I think we'll just, you know, um, let's re- let's. I'll just say know, this: we don't even need to recap it because let's be honest, I don't even know if we need to, man, because uh, the the world's doing that for you. Yeah. You know, it, Dave Chappelle said it best to Don Lemon: Why am I gonna get up here and try to be like these other celebrities saying something when the re- when the world, the people themselves are doing it? I don't need to say nothing. Yep. You know, and uh, look, I'll let you get more into it because, you know, you are African-American. I'm a person of color myself, but like you, you're, you are black. But I'll say this change change is here. Uh, it's going to change no matter what. Now, now, now it's changing no matter what. Yeah. Things are making there's moves being made. Things are getting shook. And change is happening, whether people like it or not. And um, I just hope that this stays till November. Oh, yes. And people actually vote. All right, now, go ahead and talk about it, dog. Go, if you want to say something, say it to Ooh, them. Okay, where do, I, where do I begin? So let's see. Last time we uh, left off, we were talking about uh, Ahmad Arbery. Like, that whole thing just, like, happened. And since then, uh, the two guys in the video have actually, you know, the ones that hunted him down uh they've been arrested and so has the guy who videotaped the the whole thing because at first he turned it over to authorities and he's trying to make himself seem like the good guy but i was like uh do something's like suspect about this guy because why are you just like filming this why are you not like intervening yourself you know like if this is so wrong what's going on here like that guy was in a truck himself and this is my thing yeah the other people have like shotguns and everything but why don't you at least just try to ram ram them with your truck throw them off guard you know throw them off balance do something or we'll get or at least call the police man at least say 
like do something. Think that would happen in February. Yeah. And you know, this guy's over here trying to play like the victim of the whole thing kind of and like saying like he's like such a good guy and everything. But no, guess what? He got arrested and he's charged too because guess what? It turned out he was follow he was chasing the mod Arby too. He was in on that hunt. And I think it said they it even came out that one of them had even like like the reason why they were so like his truck was so like not in line with the other truck in the video was because he was running the dude off the road and they were trying to like entrap him. So dude, you got got you played yourself. And guess what? You played yourself into the hands of justice. Now let's now let's just hope. I'm hoping that there's an actual conviction here because that's the thing. A lot of people think like, oh, yay, there was an arrest made and all this. And it's like, no, arrest don't mean nothing unless there's a conviction. Anyone yeah. can get arrested, but he's not convicted. Like, let's be real. We just like President Cheeto got impeached. But was there a removal of office? Nope. So it don't mean nothing. It don't mean nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Um, but let's see what happens, you know. Yeah. So you know, really I haven't good. heard anything about that anymore of, on that case, really. Uh, but then after that, though, a very similar—not similar case, but similar in the sense of it happened back in February, and nobody heard about it until like right after Ahmad Arbery's case came out and made nationwide news is the story of Breonna Taylor, man. This is a really sad one. It's really Yeah, cool. it's 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 actually blown up pretty big now. I hope it is and I'm 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 glad it is because I felt like no disrespect to George Floyd and his thing because that was horrible. But homegirl started to get lost in the crowd of all the stuff that was going on. And this one is really horrible. So for those of y'all who don't know, Breonna Taylor, she was like a uh, EMT and like a nursing student so she worked as an EMT she's going through nursing school it's like homegirl did a lot for her community especially in this time of like this pandemic that you know we're in because let's be real we're still technically in the COVID-19 pandemic you know whether you believe the numbers and all that stuff which I personally don't but like you know technically we're still in this pandemic mode with all this stuff going on and she's definitely a frontline hero somebody that's trying to help with all that and um her she's at her boyfriend's house in the middle of the night three cops busted into her to their apartment they did not they did not like introduce themselves or not introduce themselves but you know uh, announce themselves make their presence known because you know how you always see on the movies even before they have like the battering ram they're like mm-hmm. police open up and then they before yep. they even open up they're always like bang through they didn't even do that but they could hear people outside of their apartment. And so it's the middle of the night. Her boyfriend goes, gets his gun, which is registered. So so the brother has a legal firearm. He has, like, all the legal documentation for it. Police bust down the door. And then he don't know what's going on. So he shoots at a cop. I, like, so he shoots at them, well, not knowing that they're cops. Uh, and I think he actually hit one, but, like, very... Like, it was a flesh wound, very non-threatening where it hit him. But middle of the night, shoots at him. Then all of a sudden, they just completely fire in on them and shot up uh, 
the bedroom 27 times, I believe, and it hit her, and she was hit about eight times, seven to eight times, and she died. And this is the thing. They were searching for this, like, drug dealer guy, and guess what? Here's the plot twist. He was in police custody at the station the entire time. So homegirl gets killed. He shot, and then the boyfriend actually got arrested and was charged with um, um, attempted murder of a police officer. And he was actually in jail for the longest time up until the news of this case started to come out. And then because of this, and everybody's hearing all about it, like how they didn't, you know, they didn't follow protocol. They didn't announce themselves, none of that. Then when some public outcry started to come from this and public attention of this case started happening, then they finally released him and they dropped the charges, which is ridiculous. So that means, and I think that happened about the same time as Ahmad Arbery's case, which was back in February. So this brother was sitting in jail for some time. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man. Uh, that Brianna Taylor's thing is getting uh, she's getting a lot of publicity, especially like within the last oh. few days, because um, Beyonce was like even like pinning a letter that something needs to happen to the officers, like yeah, it's not okay, and like even like whether whatever your opinion is on Beyonce, whatever that actually yeah. doesn't really matter. What matters is, is that she has a lot of clout, exactly, and a lot of power. Yeah, um, like, that's crazy. And then, um, do you know the name of the man that uh, that just got shot in um Atlanta? Yeah, Ray Sean something. Uh, I just saw. I literally, I literally just saw that name. But um, um, did you see that the officers that like are dealing with him right now basically got uh, they got um eleven counts. Yeah. Yeah, and one of them's felony murder. Yeah, I did see that. And, like, I was talking this over with somebody the other day. I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm kind of, I'm not, not, I don't want to say on the fence with this, but I'm just, like, I don't want to sound bad. I'm probably going to piss some people off. But I don't want to say I get it. But it's kind of, in a way, understandable. Because I've, I've seen the video, and, like, this homie was swinging at the cops, which is, like, a no-no. And I'm not saying that that justifies them murdering him. I'm not trying to justify them, like, murdering him and everything. Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, homie had a taser. Like, and he stole, he took the taser from the cops. He fired it at them, and that's when then they fired their guns at him. And shot him. And guess what? There's a crap ton of like witness video from it. Because guess what? It happened in line at a Wendy's. And then you <laughs> see like cars lined up. Yeah. And so yeah. when I'm not so I'm not saying like, oh well, they were justified in killing him. No, they weren't. Because this is the thing. Um a taser, that's tech that's non-lethal. So why are you returning non-lethal fire with lethal fire? That's where they're wrong. But I do get where you can, where the argument could be made of like, dude, homies, like, you know, because brother was high. He was, you know, completely, you know, in the wrong himself. 
but it doesn't excuse the outcome that came from it. So in that, I'm not trying to say like they're justified because they're not, but it's just like, that's a rough one though. And I hate, I mean, it's an example because they're fleshing you, like all these bad cops are starting to get fleshed out, which is a good thing. But I kind of hate how we automatic we automatically now are starting to kind of turn these people that are killed into heroes in a sense. Like that's all Yeah, I um I don't think that uh that guy who got killed I feel bad for his death and I think this is where the cops went wrong is the fact that it was three bullet holes to his back. Mm-hmm. That's what got him. Um, I mean, and, and this is, I think, a tricky situation, too. Um, everybody's real quick to jump at and say, like, oh, they shouldn't have done that. This is better. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you're a human. In that situation, they were in a fight. Yes. Um, and this is where, like... Um, I believe, like, a big police reform needs to happen in the fact that uh, I think it should be um, difficult, like, more difficult to become a cop in a way. Yeah. Because um, I feel like you need to be ha- able to handle situations where, like, and this, I know this sounds crazy because, like, as humans, like, it's very hard. Like, I don't care who you are. Go get in a fight and then tell me what was going through your head. I bet you there wasn't a lot going through your head. For cops, no. sadly, there needs to be a lot going through their head. Um, yeah. They got to be able to separate themselves. And that's hard, bro, because I ain't going to lie to you, Marcus. Like, if I was a cop, man, I'd be in trouble probably a lot because I, I'm going to go home and they're not. Like, yeah. if it were, you know, if we had a decision who's going to go home, like me or the person, it's going to be me. Yeah, I and mean, uh, it's rough. I, I just, yeah, dude. And so, like, I don't know. I just think that uh, they did kill him because if you shoot, to me, if you're shooting somebody that's turned around and you hit him in the back, and you shoot them three times in the back, like, come on, man. Like, yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, you could have no, yeah. called in. You could have called in for more backup, and they could have caught him. And they could have tased him down there. You guys could have cornered him and then not shoot him. But I'm sure you could have got him some way. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where they definitely, um, like, the biggest mess up was that they returned non-lethal fire with lethal fire. And then, this other thing, too. These other cops, and then, well, not the other cops, but the ones that did it. They start going and picking up their shell casings and stuff. Yeah. Like from their bullets. That's like, dude, that like in That's crazy. Suspect because that's now you're showing like, oh well we like what? You know he was shot. So what you're gonna try to say like it wasn't from you? Like they can still do ballistic tests. Like what are you what are you trying to hide? That's and you know what's sad, bro? Like right now is the craziest time to be a cop, like it is. I will say this, and it can sound controversial. I actually feel bad for them. No, and I feel I bad too. for them because uh, they're not all bad. No, and that's the thing. I think that's happening all the way around the board is that you only, and we've talked about this before too, like, you know, only like the loudest voices get the attention, you know? So. Oh, yeah. And we, we definitely live in a society 
where, you know, people who think that just because they talk louder, they make more sense mm. and that they're right. And no, it's not. Like uh, a couple weeks ago, I'll say this a couple weeks ago, uh, me and the old homeboy Gabe, our little homie Han, we went uh, down to Sacramento. Uh, Ooh, this yeah. is the first time you're talking about this, by the way. Who, yeah, yeah, who well, else have you told about this besides me? Uh, I told I told Pastor, your brother, Dini. You know, I've, I told a few people. Uh, yeah, and it's it's not. I mean, only person I haven't told is mom. Then guess what? She ain't listening to the podcast <laughs> until yeah, until you're like, ooh, we got until I tell her. <laughs> I know until you tell her, but hey, you know, I don't care at this point. I don't care. Um, she she ain't gonna get mad. She just she would just been worried about you. Oh, dude, she worries. Dude, she worries about me literally every single day ever since this stuff started. Like, because let's be real, I'm black. I look well. I look mostly black. Well, I look black. You look, you, yeah, you look. That's black. The, that's the thing for everyone listening. Your boy over here is triracial, mostly, but I look black. Raised Mexican, got a little sprinkle yep. of white up in me, but it's. You know. Hey, don't say sprinkle right now. Don't 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 say sprinkle because I love your mom. But if you saw her, you thought she'd be over there hanging out with Martha Stewart before the prison term. Yeah. Hey, but guess what? But then you hear her voice and you're like, oh shit, what that happened? What, what, what is, is she? Who is she? Who is she? Yeah. My mom's my mom's a conundrum, bro. Like, if people just hear my mom's voice, like they think she's black, and then they see her and it's like, wait, what? Like this thing. My mom's half white, half Mexican, but looks completely white but she sounds super black oh yeah if you talk to her on the phone you think she's black oh no let's be real she's blacker than me she had black way blacker than me but anyway your so, mom yeah by far brother yeah but uh back back, <laughs> back to the story back to the story so a couple weeks ago uh... me and a homie gabe we went down to sacramento uh during the pro and this is uh, right when it was like kind of at its height of stuff that was going down. And um, so we went down there, man. And I have to say, it was a beautiful sight in the sense of the people, the types of people that were there. You had black folk, you had white folk, you had Mexicans, Hispanics. So you had Latinos of every kind. There were Native Americans there. Uh, all sorts of Asians there, you know, um, Indian. There was everybody there, gay, straight, whatever. Like, dude, everybody was there. And to me, that was just a beautiful thing because, you know, we, we people talk a lot about, like, how there's problems in this country and we want to see change happen and all that. But it's only the oppressed people that are fighting, you know. Only the oppressed people fight back. And when they fight back, it's just like, oh, that's just them. That's their problem. That's how they feel. But, you know, like back in the 60s, when the civil rights movement was going on, yeah, Martin Luther King Jr., the doctor himself, he was doing a lot of good work, you know. But let's be real. A lot of change happened because white folks started getting involved with it, you know. Yes. And, yep. um, and because now you see everybody. You know, when you go down there, and of course, Sacramento is a very diverse city, one of actually the most diverse cities in the country. Um, there is just people of every nationality, every sexual orientation, 
religion, just everybody down there for the same cause, wanting to see reform happen within our system. But then on top of that, another good thing that was amazing to see, because, of course, you know, there are protests within the protests, riots were, you know, sparking out of it. People, you know, smashing windows, acting Mm -hmm. a fool and all this stuff. Which was bound to happen. Which is bound to happen because I feel like there are definitely opportunists that go within these crowds. Obviously, like it was going around social media. People were documenting that they were finding like pallets full of bricks just being delivered to random spots that were going to be at these protest sites. So, you know, to kind of stoke the flames of all this and make, you know, like, ooh, well, well, here's a brick for me to throw at somebody. That's crazy. And yeah, like, but the thing is, though, at this protest, though, I remember we were, so we were down at the Capitol, and of course, there's the line of all the cops, and they're SWAT, you know, they're like SWAT gear, or like, you know, all their vests and helmets and all that, and they're mm-hmm. all tactical geared up, and somebody threw a water bottle at them, and the entire crowd turned, found that person, and threw him to the cops saying, this is the one that did it. We ain't about this. And to me, I was like, thank you. Like, it was that was a good thing for me to see because it's like, you know, it's not like, because there's a thing, there's a difference between protesters and the rioters. The rioters are just there to, you know, incite chaos, anarchy, all this lawlessness, you know. But the protesters there, the ones that were down for it, you know, it's like, hey, don't come here and ruin this for us. Because by you, by this one person throwing that water bottle at the cops, that could have sparked a whole thing. And now you got the cops like, you know, shooting tear gas and all this stuff. So, dude, they were quick to call this guy out and throw him back to the and throw him at the cops. Like they literally grabbed him and threw him across the line to the cops and said, "This is your guy. Like, deal with." That's it. interesting because, um, you know, I didn't go. I'm not there at those yeah. things, but uh. As a person watching from home, while you're texting me about this, what we're seeing on the news here locally from uh-huh. Sacramento is them trying to stop out on the highway. Yeah. Now, so everything that-, that you saw, and like, and this this goes back to I think what we talked about before, like on earlier episodes, of Out of the Lights, old school figure problems. Like, if you're gonna watch the general TV media, they're gonna show you something that usually is negative. Uh, yes. TV networks are very negative. Why? Because negativity sells, man. Controversy creates cash in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we saw is a bunch of people running on and stopping the highway of people driving. And I was remember texting you saying, please tell me you're not one of yep. those people. And you're like, no, man, we're over here. And see, you're telling us something that the news should be showing. Yes. But instead, what they're going to show is the idiots that want to make this a scene. And by the way, from my looks of all the stuff I've seen, because I, I stayed up late to watch, you know, like on Twitter, they'll show, uh, they'll show like live feeds from people doing of like downtown Sacramento. And, you know, it, 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 it upset me. Like people were like, yeah. and I understand the whole, oh man, if that was your kid, you'd burn, want to burn the city down too. I don't know if I'd want to burn the city down, because guess what? A lot of those establishments that they're messing up are local. Yeah. Like uh, one of the guys from the Kicks Unlimited shop down there, uh-huh. um, he's black. Um, 
black owner. Uh, another guy with a barbershop down there that my brother knows, black owner, and they ruined all their stuff. And that's the thing, too. It, it already does suck for a lot of these business owners because they're literally coming out of this pandemic season where they're, they haven't been open, probably, or if they were very limited, have very limited business, so barely making any money, and now they're finally starting to get to open up. Oh, but now here comes some, like, rioters messing up their stuff. So it's like, dang, now they got to deal with that, you know? It yeah, sucks, it but yeah. No, it's funny, because when I got, so when we got there, uh, lo and behold, dude, out of all the people I run into, dude, I, I ran into Cordell, and it was hecka funny. So for all you guys who don't know, so Cordell, Corey, the great man Corey, Cordell Sua, um, this was a friend of ours. He was part of uh, UCW with us back in the day. He was my UCW was a was a wrestling pro wrestling was, was a wrestling uh, thing that company. We were part of, um, and he was my manager for the time. And it was funny, like we were. I, I ran into him there, and I this is a guy like I haven't seen, and you know I don't get to see very often because he's off doing. He just got done uh, completing his master's program of psychology. Homie's like a genius, getting that deg- them degrees. Uh, but anyway, um, so he was there, and I just hear somebody yelling. My, I'm like, he's like, Marcus, Marcus. And I turn and look. I'm like, oh shoot! Out of all the people, and you know, the reason why it was funny to see him, and because first of all, it's great to see him because it's always good to see people you haven't seen in a minute. But um, it was funny because his birthday, him and my mom actually share a birthday, June second. And so when we went, this was literally two days before uh, his birthday and my mom's birthday. And three years ago, we were actually in Sacramento for a surprise birthday party for him. And that we were in downtown Sac and we were literally like walking and touring all around Sacramento. We had like there was a brass band, a New Orleans-style brass band playing music everywhere we went. We were going to different spots and everything. And it was just crazy seeing, like, I got this was a guy I got to spend time marching with for a good reason and celebration. And then also in, like, a dark time, you know, and we want change. And so it was, it was a good contrast to see that, you know. And also, for those of you who don't know... Um, it's funny, we were talking, me and him got to talk about how in UCW, because the last time he was a part of UCW, the last show he was a part of was when I debuted as Marcus X. And uh, it was funny, the funny thing about that is Marcus X turned into this character that was basically, almost could be seen as like a black radical Malcolm X type guy, obviously the name. Marcus X, you know, you're going to think of Malcolm X. And it's funny, we were talking about that because when we started it, that wasn't the intention of the character. It was just a, you know, I just turned, went from a guy that's like, look, I'm just going to start doing things my own way, getting these results that I want to see. It never turned into like a, a black supremacy, like I'm this like black radical guy. It was just, I'm just a black guy that's going to handle, take business into his own hands now. And it kind of turned into that after that guy stood up at that show and called me the N-word and how that character sort of turned into that from that moment. Uh, But yeah, dude, it was just, yeah, 
it was it was a good time seeing him and getting to experience that with him. And then I went home that night, obviously, you know, looking at the news to see if they were going to show anything. And the only thing they showed that I saw was like what you said, you know, and they were blocking I-5. And then when rioters had moved into downtown, there was no, like, there was no footage of when we were all like kneeling at the Capitol in front of the cops. There was no footage of the stuff at uh, Cesar Chavez Park where there was like a rally there. There was there was none of that. And you want to know what's funny, Marcus? Why would there be? Right. You know what I'm saying? If you think about it, why exactly. would there be? Why would they want to put that on there? They wouldn't want to, man. That's not what they're trying to sell, bro. That's sad. At the end of the day, that's not what they're selling, man. Um, that's why, truth be told, like... When you told me you were going, I was very surprised because I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I'm not going to say the protests weren't pointless, but they also, but sadly, within a day or two of them, they had a completely different meaning. Yes. They, they weren't, they weren't fighting for what it was intended to be. That, that, uh, that narrative got changed very fast. Oh yeah, it did. That narrative got changed very fast. Um, like, uh, for me, there's, there's a few things good that came out of it. Um, Sadly, I feel like perception is still the same yes. amongst what what people are gonna what uh, uh I, I gotta say it nicely um what uh what white people think of people of color yes um the perception ain't changed no um and I'm gonna and be honest the reason it hasn't is because of how not the majority. But the vocal minority yeah. showed in those uh, riots and um, with all that, it made people think the same. And uh, the good change to me that came out of it is um, I was at first I was apprehensive about it because I was like, man, all these kids like they're younger than me and you. Yeah. A lot of the people out there, um, you know, I, I just thought in my head, well, you know what, though, at the end of the day, like everybody was kind of mad at this generation, hating this generation. I had an epiphany that, you know what, shout outs to this generation, my generation, yours, plus the ones younger than us, because those are the generations that are going to make real change. Yes. Um, you know, like I've even had uh, my my girlfriend's father or father tell me, you know, you know, back in my day, we didn't talk to cops. We were. You know, you guys always had to say something. And I told him, yeah, and back in your day, they were, back in your day, your buddy could get killed and you wouldn't have said nothing. Yeah. I go, now that that that, that don't happen. Because we know our rights and laws. I go, back in the day, you guys didn't care. You guys didn't care to know that stuff. Yeah, dude, that's the thing. Like, dude, this generation now, like, they will be the ones, like, if you're going to put anything out there, They'll be the one so quick to like Google to fact check you, you know, to jump on the Google and see like if what you're saying is real or not, you know, mm-hmm. and they're very well educated. You know, I do. I do have to say that they are very well educated. They, they have the capacity to be, you know, if they want to, because sometimes let's be real. They can just change it up to be like they, they can educate themselves on a whole bunch of other stuff you know, on the wrong things, but you're seeing they're educating themselves a lot on the right things, you know, about their rights as humans and all this stuff, man. Yeah. Um, 
they're very i like you know like a part of me is like man it sucks because they have no fear of cops the other part of me is like man shout outs to you because it's not even the fear part it's the knowledge um and i'm not saying all of them some of them to be honest with you are just stupid and like yeah like ridiculous you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna lie to you like i absolutely hate looting um stealing and i think that comes from because i have to work for everything i get so um you know i have to pay for everything i get i don't i don't get free health care you know what i'm saying you know you don't qualify for nothing um and uh I just that part bothers me, but man, the things that they do, like standing up for themselves, being willing to do things, you know, um, at a time where you're gonna get scrutinized either way. Um, and, you know, as coming from a Mexican guy, like I'm, I'm, I'm Hispanic, bro, like almost a hundred percent, really. Yeah. Uh, for me, I always not envious, but I'm, I'm very like proud and happy when i see the african-american community do things because um i don't want to say never but that's unlikely to happen within the latino community um and i say that because of and you know this because you hang around them your whole life that's what you grew up with um the old saying machismo uh they always put people down yeah and I know, like, cracking jokes is in the Latin community, but, like, you guys stand together when you need to. Like, here, like, with the Latino community, when somebody gets a new job or a promotion, they go, oh, what, you think you're chingon now? Like, yeah. that's usually the instant. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's why I've always, uh, I don't know, I really, uh, I really, like, look up to the black community for doing that stuff man like um when i saw obama like obama himself get elected president um i was so happy and people were like what are you so happy about like about it and i go because he's president well yeah but you're not black i know i'm not black but i'm I'm also a person of color like if he can do it i can do it exactly bro i mean like we always joke we, we joke about it a lot we always say it but it's like you know we joke about it but it's true though like in the black community there's that feeling of like oh if 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 you make it, we all make it, you know, like, yeah, we joke, we joke, we joke about it. Like, oh, we made it, y'all. It's like, dude, I, yeah, I, I made it. I'm the one that did it. But, you know, it's like, nah, we made it. But what it is, though, it's it's the sense of like, if if one of us can do it, we can all do it. And, and that's the truth, though, too, bro. Like, that's one of the bigger truths right there, man. If one of us can do it, we can all do it. And like. that's just how i feel about it so like you know things have quieted down a lot um what's sad is uh man if there's no justice like we were saying earlier with the cops yeah it's gonna get worse like it'll be worse yeah because i mean you see now like because let's be real I, i i hate to say like Cause you see what happens when you got this dude in power over here, like, oh, I want to go take this picture and everything. And so what he do? Sends out the national guard on these peaceful protesters. Um, if you want, we can talk about that. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? Sure. All right, I'm let's the- talk about it. <laughs> All right. So. Um, Donald Trump 
and I, we don't even need to bring that up. We can just talk about him um, as a whole because that's kind of what I need to talk about. Um, you know, it's especially initially when he gets selected, you know, as a Latin man, person of color, um, with the things that he said, it's very hard to like him. Yeah. And then you start like, you know, he starts doing his presidency and I mean, yeah, he throws out the stats of the economy being really good. And is he lying? No, he's not lying. His stats aren't lying, right? Sure. His stats aren't lying. But at the end of the day, stats are stats and feelings for people are feelings for people. Mm-hmm. Those two sadly just don't go together. I don't care what anybody says. Stats do not go with uh, how a person feels and acts. And um, I think The Rock said it best that he went hot in hiding. Yeah. He went hiding over this. He literally pulled a Hitler move. Um, yeah. And I'm not even calling him Hitler. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to call him Hitler. No. Others can. Others can. I don't, I don't really care if they do or not. Um, but the last time somebody did that, that was notably a leader in the country was Hitler. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is, bro. I don't know what else, how else to explain that. Um. And, uh, you know, The Rock said it best, bro, in that video. And I feel like The Rock scored a lot of points with just people for saying that. Uh, We do need compassion and we need empathy. And he has still yet to show any. Yeah. And he he would rather uh, call out an Antifa-type group, which I'm not going to say I'm a fan of them either, but he no, says that they're, they're a terrorist they're, group. Yeah. Um, he, they're a terrorist group. Cool. But what about the KKK? Right. You know what I mean? You're going gonna to call that a terrorist group? But what about the KKK, dude? No, he called them. Good uh, people. Very, very good people. Yes, they're very good people. Let's, let's remember that. Yeah, um, they're very good people. From what he says. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, like, it pissed me off, dude. That he, because he, he literally has this press conference saying how he's for peaceful protesters and everything. And it's funny too, like, because even before that, uh, he kind of actually uh, echoed himself from a previous tweet he had put out, I think back in January. It was either January of this year or last year. Um, but there's a tweet and it was circulating around, like, you know, Twitter and instagram and face all social medias was like people were posting it like hmm look at this now because he's saying like talking about iran like oh iran don't send out your national guard against your protesters you should like you know let them be let them do that it's okay for them to protest all this stuff and then Mm -hmm. here he is now saying like oh yeah i'm i'm for these peaceful protesters they're very fine people all this blah blah it's okay, you know? And then, literally, and this is the thing, it was a peaceful, people peacefully gathered at the White House. No one over there was acting a fool. No one was over there being crazy. And what does he do? He sends out the National Guard to clear them out of an area so he can take a picture outside of St. John's Episcopal Church, which is like this church that's near the White House, that's frequented by, you know, uh, presidents, you know, while they're in office. They usually always oh, find out there for something. And this is 
and he goes there and clears these people out, but like with they're you know chasing them out of there violently, throwing these people out of there. And there's a part where you see a cameraman. It was an Australian cameraman and an Australian news anchor. They literally grab him and throw him down and push him out. And it's like, and then all why, why did he do that? So he could go and take a picture with holding a Bible in front of this church that one, he doesn't attend Two, <laughs> it's a Bible. And I'm just want to be like, sir, uh, do you even read that second? Like, and you know, and thirdly, I'm just going to say this, you know, I'm not calling him Hitler either, but if you look up a lot of pictures of these fascist dictators and people like that, there you can always you will always find them holding a picture of or hold a picture of them holding up a Bible or whatever religious book. Just saying. Yeah, they um like it, and it's crazy to me because uh you know <laughs> like the Bible tells you you can't hate people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh that that's always funny to me. Yeah. You know, because like like it says this how can you i forget the uh verse and the book in the ver i forget the book in the verse where it's at but i will always remember this verse it says how can you hate your brother whom you can see yet love god say you love god who you can't see you know yeah that's some truth yeah that's some truth yeah. that's 100 percent truth man that's crazy um mm -hmm. so yeah the world's been crazy bro like um, I guess you could say it somewhat feels like it's getting back to normal-ish. It's I I, just, yeah. I don't know if it's ever gonna get back to normal, like the like the normal that we were used to a few no, months ago. We definitely have a new normal. Yeah, which is scary, you know. Like for me, it's scary. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It's a little yeah. scary. Um, man, it worries me to a point. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know how it's gonna be going forward but uh you know we can we can get into some other things man because it's a heavy stuff do you have any more you need to say about it all um okay i, I will say this i will say this um this, this is my last final thing um i haven't i haven't watched the dave Chappelle thing yet i haven't seen it um but recently I did I'm gonna bring up Jordan Peele real quick because I rewatched, you know this, I told you uh the other day I got my mom to watch, uh finally got her to watch Get Out. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. And there was something in there. I, I started it's one of those ones where you the more you watch it, the more stuff you catch. And um this time when I'm watching it, bro, I really caught the part where he's they're at the dinner at the dinner table and the brother's there you know he's drunk and he's telling like oh bro like you like mma and like all this stuff like dude with your physique and everything and your natural like gifts and all this oh you'd be a beast and yeah. he tells him he's like nah that the guy tells him chris he tells him nah man i'm, I'm on to that I don't, I don't like i don't care for all that violent stuff and then you see him at the end of the movie 
killing is, you know, I mean, it's for survival, but he becomes a very violent person, you know. He, like, kills them, like, he gouges out the, he kills the mom by gouging her in the eye, kills the dad with that, um, with that buck head, with the horns, like, impales him with that, you know. Then he fights the brother, and not only does he fight the brother, but then, after he finally beats him down, just stomps in his head. And it was just a crazy thing, because it's like, you get these people that can turn you into something that you're not. And that was kind of, that that, that stuck out to me, you know, a little bit, because it was just like, he wasn't a violent person. He said, he's clearly saying, like, no, I'm not a violent person. But then... You have these people that in life that can just goad you on and everything and just annoy you and like they drive at you. And then next thing you know, now you are that person that you're not and they turn you into that. It's really upsetting thing because I've experienced that in my life, you know, but it was just a a nice observation I made in that movie. And then they just um, released a new little kind of like um, an origin story of sorts for because He's redoing. He has remade the movie Candyman, the old super scary horror film. Oh, did it? Um, did it already come out? No, no, no. It, it hasn't come out yet, and I guess it's coming out. I think they said in September. So hopefully, I know some movie theaters are opening back up, and I kind of hope. I'm not gonna lie. I I actually kind of want to go see this uh, because the original story of Candyman. A lot of people don't really know about this. It was all about like how this guy was killed because he was in love with this woman who he couldn't be with because she was white, he was black. And that's where, how he was created, you know, he was killed for that. But the uh, director of the movie, she put out this like little thing about um, kind of like the origins of the movie and how it's kind of played a role throughout. And, you see, like, these people, obviously, you can tell, like, they're people of color being, you know, vilified and uh, killed and hunted down by white people and all this stuff and how that's played a role throughout history, throughout our history. And then it leads, and obviously, Candyman was part of that. And it's just, it's just crazy how this movie was announced a couple years ago. Like, I think he announced it right after he did us. They're like, oh, well, what's your next project? He's like, oh, I'm going to work on uh, remaking Candyman. Like, I'm not directing it, but I'm producing it, doing everything else for it. But it was just like, it's crazy how a lot of times you get this art that imitates life at the right moment, you know? Damn, yeah. man, for all this stuff to be happening like it is and now it is. And Bro, there's a lot of stuff they ain't planned for. Oh, I know. And it's just happening, man. Um, well, shoot, let's get off all this deep talk, dog. Yeah. Because sometimes, because there's enough of that you can go listen to. You can go on Twitter. You can, you can sadly you can go on CNN and Fox News and ruin your own day. But oh. uh, yeah, you you ever want your day ruined? Go watch that. <laughs> oh no, but I like Como. I know Como's just gonna tell you something to get you upset. Sorry to yeah. tell you the truth, you know. But um, what do you think about the NBA? Might be coming back, dog. Dude. I mean, the, I'm just like, so are they going to, like, create, or are they just going to, like, pick off where they left off at? Or, like, what's exactly going on with that? Well, do you know much about it? 
I, I've, I've just heard a few things. Just that mostly right, that. So like, yeah, go ahead. It's, go, it's going to be uh, it's going to be 22 teams. Uh huh. Um, they're going to play, I think, what 22, eight games each or something like that. Every team will get like eight games. Um, let's say you're the ninth seed and you're close. You're within three games or something like that of the eighth seed, right? Yeah, you guys can do a mini tournament to see who gets the eighth seed. So, like, let's say it's the uh, let's do the West. It's the Trailblazers and the Kings. Uh, if the Kings are the ninth seed and the Trailblazers are the eighth seed, the Kings have to beat the Trailblazers twice to become the eighth seed. All the Trailblazers have to do is beat the Kings once. Wow. To keep their spot. And okay. uh, yeah, and the way that like the season's kind of wild. Like, um, I think this. The finals are supposed to conclude like in September or J- October. Then like the next day is supposed to be like the NBA draft, and then like the next day, the next week is supposed to be like free agency starts. And I think the league will start in like late November. Wow. Yeah. Um. It's all gonna be in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um. They're supposed to be quarantined. I think they might let them like. I don't think their family is going to be allowed in, but they might. I don't know. Something crazy. Yeah. I know they'll have special parks. Um, but, like, right now, it's. I mean, it's almost a toss-up in a way if they can do it. I guess players are supposed to let their teams know by the 24th that they even want to participate. That's going to be – Some guys don't, bro. I don't know if you've been seeing, like, Kyrie Irving's, like, the president of the Player Association. And All right, I'm going to go in on him a little bit. Get him. Before he announced, like, mad about the players coming back and saying, like, it's not fair that they just decide the players are coming back, like, they should be some compensation, something, whatever. Yeah. This and that, right? This comes off the... This stems from him not being allowed to fly with his team over there. The reason being is he's injured. He ain't going to play. Yeah. So... They're trying to minimize who's all going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're trying to have not... If you're not going to be used, they don't need you there. Yeah. And also, that's just like... You got to look at that, too. Like, that's like... Lo- they're looking out for you, in a sense. Because it's like... Because if you're going to be out there, like... Especially in Florida, you know... Uh, mm-hmm. Where they were very loose with their stuff on how they... You were handling, you know, stay at home and all that and the beaches and all that crap. You can be in a very compromised situation going down there. And if they're saying like, well, hey, you're injured, you're not going to play. Like basically, if you're not going to play, you're not going to go down there. You got to look at that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like they're kind of looking out for you in a sense. Yeah. So. Uh, you're right they're like pretty much told him like man this can't happen um you know it's just just not gonna happen (laughs) and uh after that is when he was like you know like he doesn't even want like the lead restart to happen and then like some players are for him obviously some aren't like dwight howard's in favor with him too but like (laughs) um your boy Dwight. That's your boy. And my boy. Y'all are that good of friends too. No, you know no what I'm saying? 
know who he is. Yeah, no. y'all, y'all are both like Dr. Dre. But uh, no, sir, no, we are not. I am right. not. He might be, right. but I'm not. Right. <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, I don't know, man. Like, so we'll see. I'm sure the league's gonna happen because uh, like who spoke out? Like, obviously LeBron's plan. And yeah. as much as much as people don't like it, the league's gonna go where LeBron goes. Oh yeah. Um, Kyrie tried to say that this right here, if they go back and play, that you know this isn't sending a good message for injustice. You're basically just telling us to shut up and dribble what? again. And like you know, the other side of the other players are like, well, man, this will maybe get people's minds back to somewhat normalcy. And Kyrie shot back with, well, I don't want to go back to what's normal. And he and the guy goes. But, like, normalcy as far as, like, you're not always stressed out. You're not always, like... Because, dude, like, let's be honest. Without sports, it's been pretty rough, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, this is going to give people some type of happiness. And in my head, I'm like, do you not want people to be happy? Do you want them to stay angry? That's cool if you want people to stay angry, bro. But that's an awful life. That's why you're going to die early. Oh, I know. It's like, let's be real. Like, let's be Like, with everything going on, like, after, before all this started... Look at what ma- was making people like in the world so happy. It was the last dance, you know, that got people hyped up for sports again. And like, it reminded us of like how amazing like sports and competition and all that could really like, you know, it can change things and like get you excited again and make you feel happy and it brings up all these memories. And then it's like, okay, cool. Now let's get ready for some sports to come back. And you've seen all this, and then it's just like, oh, wait, no, I ain't going to come back, dude. Get out of here, Kyrie. Get out of here. Like, Austin Rivers came out and said something about it, too, that, like, Kyrie doesn't speak for all of them. Like, we all got bills and stuff to pay. Like, not all of us have guaranteed contracts. Like, a lot of our contracts are, most of our contracts are, like, through how many games they play. And, like, the league's losing out almost, like, a billion dollars right now. Yeah, and that's the thing you got to look at, too. Like like he says, like, he doesn't speak for us, and that's kind of sad that you have somebody who's, like, the head of the Players Association who doesn't – who the players are saying, no, nah, he don't speak for us. Like, yo, David Silver, you need to get yourself a new, like, person in that department, though. Yeah. It, it just – I was like, dang, okay. Like – and what's crazy, too, is, like, some people were trying to tell, like, Austin Rivers, like, man, what do you mean you don't get enough money? You're a basketball player. That's a lot. And, like, yeah. they compared his salary this season to Kyrie's. It's, like, he's only getting $2.2 million to Kyrie. I think it's almost $60 million, even though he's injured. See? And, like, they don't understand, too, like, oh, well, $2 million is still a lot. Not when you've been living as a basketball player, which means – you know, okay, I'm going to educate people a little bit here. Get them. If you've been living in a poverty lifestyle, you're going to have a poverty mindset. And you won't change that mindset until you allow yourself to get out of it by hopefully getting a better job. And when you eventually, after having the better job, you don't stay in that home, bro. You usually move up and get you something nice or something better because that's usually the hopes and dreams your parents have for you. Yes. So when you become a basketball player and you sign those contracts and I get a 1.6 million, oh man, you balling now, you rich, maybe, but I'm gonna get a nicer home. Cool, man, my next contract's kind of big. 
I got two million now, and I've had two million for the last three seasons. Oh, that's six million. Well, you know, after everything else, it's about a million after taxes and everything. Oh, after taxes, let's be real. Taxes, you don't get maybe half of that, depending on where you live. You know, that's why so many entertainers and sports people live in states that you know ain't got that tax stuff. Florida, um, yeah. but you know, so you got to, you lose about pretty much let's say forty to fifty percent off taxes. Boom. Now you gotta look at. And you gotta you got give something to your manager. Yeah, you got, agent. You you, your agent, your manager, because sometimes that could be two different people. So now they got it. So your manager, a manager, usually takes about ten percent. I don't know how much an agent takes. I would say possibly about another. Uh, probably I would say probably ten percent too or something. So now let's see if now you're maybe left with thirty percent of that. Anywhere from forty to thirty percent of that two million. Now let's be real. Um, do you own all this stuff that you have? Are you leasing it? Because if you're leasing it, okay. Well, now now you got car payments. Now you got a home payment. You know, now you got like, oh, you got this nutritionist that works for you. So to make sure you're on top of your game, well, guess what? That ain't cheap. Well, pretty much this guy needs. They need to go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they need to, they need to work, they need to do things, and you know they, because guess what? They, as the end of the day, they are gonna live in a different tax bracket right now. When you live in a different tax bracket, oh, it's two million dollars, ma'am. You just don't understand. Yeah. You know, like you just don't understand, like especially when you're young like that. You're only like 28, 27. Yep. So these guys are going to play. Hopefully it happens. I think the league starts up in July. Um, it's going to be interesting on June 24th. That's something to mark down in your calendars to see how many players actually choose not to play. Yeah. And you notice we don't hear from the big-name players that are active, though. Yeah. It's you know crazy, what I'm saying? Like, this whole season, though, just from, like, it was the birth of, a super te- of the super teams, you know, and. All this stuff is going down, and like you know, and then but people were hurt, teams were sucking, and then this happened, and then now, now we have this. Mhm. But you know what's crazy? I still got the Lakers to win. Oh yeah, definitely. I got the Lakers to win, and yeah. I think uh. Yeah, it should be interesting, bro. Like, basketball's interesting. Uh, man, you know what happened yesterday? What? Kind of bum bum me out. I mean, as as you know, I don't know if the people know, but I'm not big on crucifying people. You right away, like you know, I I want to know if they're guilty until proven innocent. Oh. My house guest. That was your house guest. Dang, bro! Didn't even know we were getting an unexpected guest in the. Is it El Franco? On the show. Is it El Franco from from Figure Problems? Has he crossed over? Did he got a different accent suddenly? <laughs> Calm down. There's no one there. Go back to sleep. You good? Yeah, yeah. Keep your house house dog. But uh, 
I'm big on not just persecuting somebody until like you know the facts are out there, unless unless you make a book saying if I did it, which your boy OJ did. Was <clears throat> oh, OJ proven innocent? Good. Yes, but who makes a book saying if I did it? If I if you make a book saying if I did it, you did it. Okay. That's just where I stand with it. But, uh... If what? Have you seen... Did you see about the comedian and actor Chris D'Elia? Oh, yeah. Man, that kind of hurt me a little bit because I'm a big fan of him. Uh Uh-huh. That dude's hilarious. And what's crazy is, like, on the TV show, I guess on Netflix, I haven't watched it called you he plays like a pedophile type guy oh and people are like oh man it wasn't an act see that's the stuff that always sucks like when these people play those roles and stuff and he came out today on tmz said something a statement straight up saying that uh i never knowingly tried to hook up with or conversated with a person underage. And you know what's funny? I'm going to keep it real with you. I bet you he didn't knowingly know. that. Like, I still haven't seen the proof that they're underage when they're talking to him. Yeah. Like, they say they were, but um, did you tell him you were? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I can't just... Uh, Hang someone out to dry until I know that. Yeah, bro, that's rough. I don't know. And I feel bad, though, too, because, like, oh, man, so you're saying, like, all these people are just liars then, too? Like, you know, there's a little smoke there. Oh, dude, like, that's the thing, too, because eventually it's like, dude, there's so many, like, coming out. Like, what, they did they just all come together and plot this out? Like... I mean, yeah, it's like the Michael stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, come on, dog. Whose best friend's a little kid? Mm-hmm. Like, whose best friend besides you is a little kid? What? Who's my... Who little what? kid is my best friend? Man, don't lie. But anyways... Uh, <laughs> I was surprised you knew who he was, bro, because I know you don't like to laugh. No, I know who he is, because he all friends with Callan and all them, and he had that one show, Undateable. Yeah, I'm just surprised, bro. I've heard, you know, you don't like to laugh too much. Yeah, this is true. You know, you ain't the biggest laugh kind of guy. Uh, Let's have some more fun talking about it. Let's get off. I was going to oh, mention oh. something, but I don't want you to go on another tangent. Uh-huh. And, and I feel like it gets too deep. I was going to talk about, like, a lot of hangings that have been going on. But um, mm. we'll save that for next week. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about real quick. Uh, let's go almost old school figure problem style. Uh, what do you think about the like Comic Con like unveilings are gonna be like some of this week and next week already? That's interesting, bro. I mean, it's cool because it gives you know. I know that uh, DC Comics is like they just announced like their fan dome type thing. Yeah, what is it doing? I yeah, they did some for The Rock, right? Well, 
so because he's having um something for Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's gonna happen. Um, so he's gonna, but I think like all the shows though, because you know this is the time I look forward to. I love Comic Con time because that's when you start to see like the previews for your shows, you get your trailers released for upcoming like for the upcoming seasons. I always look forward to that. But this year, it's going to be a little bit different. So I wonder what all they're really going to be able to do because a lot of, you know, like these shows and stuff, Hollywood is, you know, kind of still a little bit shut down. Like some places are opened up to begin filming again. But I, I don't know, dude. I just like this time because you start to get some new stuff. Well, you can at least put stuff out there to hype people up. Yeah. You know, you could always do the to-be-determined date. Or they can just put the date out there and push it back. That's nothing new. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it, man. Uh, I'm excited, you know, uh, just because the, the name of the show's changed don't mean the figure problems have. Right. And, uh, you know, there's going to be stuff coming out like crazy. And the cool part is we're going to be able to see it, like, pretty much the same time everyone else is. Yeah. You know, we might even have to do a throwback episode just because. Um. Just to talk about it all. Did you see today? I thought of you when I saw it, man. It was like a Black Adam pop. No, I, I haven't. Glow in the dark. Really cool looking. I think that's his first pop, right? With them. I would I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think... Yeah, there isn't one out yet. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's... I was like, whoa, this is really cool. Like, and I don't even collect DC stuff like that. Um, yeah. I just thought it looked really cool. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, dude. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming out. There's going to be that. Um, movies, obviously. Shows. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had one hope, what would it be? Um, let's see. My one hope. Yeah. I would hope. Give that. me, give me two, give me two, give me one that has to do with movies and TV, and one that has to do with the uh, toy collectibles. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, so toys and collectibles. Just off the bat, I would hope that like they would, uh, we get something from the Lightning Collection. You know, like some more morphers. Obviously, I know they're doing like. They've already released the images of what, because they're doing the Mighty Morphin one again. And I mean, it's cool because it has like the sand and everything. Obviously, they're building for display stuff like we talked about, which is amazing. Adults. Um, yeah. Which is, let's be real, that's where the money's at. And these kids ain't got money. Plus, oh. let's be real, our generation of when we were kids back then, when it was out, now we have our own money, hopefully, to, you know. <laughs> to go out there and, you know, get this. And we're going to want this for either ourselves and then try to get our kids into it. We got kids. So I would like to, cause, but I would just like to see some more morphers. Like, don't get me wrong. Always love Mighty Morphin. That's OG. You can never go wrong with it. But there are so many others that I just wish that they would do, like take some chances a little bit. Um, anyway, with that, and then also, so let's see, movies, TV, all that stuff, what I would like to see. Um, obviously, I wish I could see like 
it, it sucks because you know we're, you're not gonna arrows over so there's not gonna be a new season coming out and all those other shows i watch like my other shows like black lightning legends none of them are coming back until 2021 so you ain't gonna see nothing from that um you know, we know that these movies are coming out, so that have been delayed. They're going to start up again. So, you know, that's eventually going to happen. I would just like to hear... I have two things, actually. I would want to hear actual confirmed news about this alleged Beast Wars movie that's supposed to happen. Like, if it's a go or not. Like, once everything's back to open and they can film. I would love to know whether we are going to get that Beast War movie, what it's going to look like. Um... And then also, I would love to hear Hasbro announce something else with Rangers. Like, there's but a of new... Of course. Of course. You, well, let's be real. Like, I, want, I would love to hear, like, either an animated Netflix show or a news or something. Like, and not just within the comic book world, because the comics are killing it, obviously. But I want to see something translated into film, TV, something. We need something. You know, whether it's like... Okay, you well, need something. <laughs> you need something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, for me, um, I'll go with film first. Uh, there's two things as well. One should will probably surprise you. Um, the Being... Alright, this is weird. The first one has two sides to it. I want to know more about HBO Max. And specifically, will there be a Green Lantern trailer? You know what I'm saying? I really want to know about that. Um, Say that again, because you completely cut out on my end. Oh, my bad. Uh, I said that I really want to know about HBO Max and specifically Green Lantern. Like the Green Lantern, is there going to be a trailer? Something. I want to know something about that. Um, Second, um, I'd love to see a a startup. Like, give me me the next phase of the MCU. Give me something. You know what I'm saying? Get me hyped up. Get me hyped up all over again. Give me a teaser of Falcon Winter Soldier footage you shot, or give me uh, the Thor movie, the you know Love and Thunder. Give me something. Just give me something to get excited about. Because when movie theaters open back up here, from what I hear, they might re-release Endgame just because. Yeah, I heard that they are gonna. I I have heard that that to help restart like the movie economy, they're gonna re like be re-releasing a bunch of like big hit movies and stuff so well, i will go watch because i miss the theater yeah oh dude i definitely miss it too especially because like dude like like there are so many movies that like that were supposed to have a i've i should have already seen by now you know wonder woman 84 was supposed to be out uh fast and furious widow. 9 bro that was supposed to be out black already. widow Black Widow was supposed to be out. Quiet uh, Place 2. Quiet Place 2. Um, Mulan. Yeah, like, Mulan. Like, I know the Disney remake, like, live-action remakes ain't so hot. Like, that, dude, I'm not going to lie. That Lion King, ooh. 
That's your Lion King. But anyway, uh, <laughs> back to my part of the segment. Okay, sorry. Uh, and fig-wise, um, man, this ain't figure problems anymore. But as you know, I've, I've, I've uh, consolidated a lot. And I still yeah. am in the process of consolidating, like I like to call it. Um, but uh, I'm excited for uh, AEW figs. What's next? Um, what what will be unveiled next? I'm really into. I'm still into WWE Mattel stuff, but uh, I'm really excited for those like AEW figs. As I told you before, I already pre-ordered the whole first ones. So whenever those come out, they'll be shipped to my house. But I'm excited for what's next, man. Uh, the, I love seeing just all the stuff, man. I would like it's kind of cool. Like I guess you, you just, we'll just be glued to our computer screens or phones seeing all the releases reveals yeah the funko one should be cool too i mean funko cut a lot of people man so i wonder how it's gonna look yeah they gotta rid of a lot of their staff so who knows um who knows man you know what who knows okay that should be the motto who knows that's that's, uh, that's the motto for tw- for 2020 who knows yeah 2020 who knows from out of the lights that's what we do, baby. That's what we do. We make slogans. We make hits. You know what we do? We drop sick. You know, I was going to say rips, but, you know, I don't like doing the rips because I could sound like a fart probably. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Dropping dos, dro- dos leches, you know, all around. I love saying dos leches, bro, because that sounds disgusting. But, like, <laughs> at the same time, you're like, dang, you just, like, drop out a couple milks. <laughs> Dropping out that crema out of your ass. That don't sound right. <laughs> no, no, it don't. Not at all. Yeah, it, it ain't like your boy Stinky. Um, had to mention him, right? Got to keep that going, ongoing. Uh, Marcus has Wi-Fi now. That should be the theme of the show. Marcus has Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, for the first time. So, you know, I, I assume we will be coming back with more. Yes. Of this, you know, we could talk more. Maybe we'll do another one in a couple days. Um, excited. Uh, good change is gonna come. You, you know, Charlemagne the God put it out that you know, 2020, everybody's saying the worst year, or it could be the best year, the best year because change has happened. Things yeah. are getting shooken, things are getting rumbling. It could be the best year ever, and I'm gonna stay positive like I always do, and I think it will be. It'll be the best year ever. It can be. We're gonna see some lasting change. I am, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Your boy's yeah. still in school, but I'm excited. All right, dog. This All is right. it. We out. You got any closing comments? Uh, no, not, not much. Just, you know, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Be kind to each other. You know, and, and most importantly, listen to each other. Listen. Because that's the thing that happens a lot nowadays. Nobody listens anymore. We just, you know... Because we, we know it all. Yeah. Right? Exactly. We know it all. Yeah. If, if, you, if you're the loudest, that don't mean you the, you're the right. That you're right. You know, it just means you're loud. So, you're, the loud fat, you're the loud fat friend that wants attention. Yep. So, you know Usually what? what it comes down to. Yeah. So, be kind to each other. Listen to each other. Because guess what? You might learn something. You might learn something. Um, you around, you around me, you gonna learn something. You gonna learn today. You gonna learn. Don't be stealing <laughs> people's lines. And... <laughs> About to but get yeah, copyrighted. No, that's all I gotta say for now. Uh, 
Yeah, that's all I What was the thing you always gotta say though? What's that last oh, one? Oh yeah, Yeah, cause guess what? Marcus got the shakes that'll make you quake. The fries that'll cross your eyes. He's got the burgers. Man, he's just got burgers. And he also got a new lady friend that we didn't mention. I just threw it out there on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving up. Yeah, yeah. Moving up. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Hit it from the back. Hit it from the back. Whoa, hit it from the back. Hit it from the back. Whoa, hit it from the back. Hit it from the back. Hit it from the back. Woo! Woo! Oh, sorry, bro. Sorry, boy. I was getting wild. The Ric Flair in me was getting wild. I don't know what I'm doing in here. I don't know who I'm seeing. Oh, damn, my glasses is off and I'm blind. We love y'all. This is Out of the Lights, baby. We done.